Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Environmental engineer Smurthy Kartikeyan showed us how robots placed near over 300 student dorms and research buildings suck up sewer samples looking for early evidence someone might be infected with the virus. And if there's a positive, what happens? If there's a positive, they will send targeted notices saying your building, the wastewater has been positive, and please go get tested. That's from 60 Minutes last night. Good work if you can get it, getting giant samples of the uh, sewer water from your uh, dorm there at the university. But anyway, so then they can tell if somebody in the dorm has it. Right, yeah, yeah. And then they don't waste the money on having everybody tested all the time. They figure out, okay, somebody in the dorm has it. You people go get tested. I've been hearing about this technology for a year now. I'm glad to see that, uh, A, it's being done, and B, they're using robots. They're a little worried about the New York variant, which is its own. You've heard the British, the South African, a couple others. The New York variant is its own, and New York's getting hit pretty hard with uh, COVID cases right now, and hopefully that doesn't spread across the country. I mean, we'll keep our eye on it, I guess. This is kind of an interesting story, this cheer mom who was sending around deep fakes so that her daughter would have a leg up on the cheerleading team. Oh, boy. A teenage girl who was targeted in a mother's alleged plot to take down her daughter's cheerleading rivals with deep fake images has shared her shock at seeing a doctored video of herself vaping. 16-year-old girl, uh, when her coach came to her uh, from this little town in Pennsylvania, said, I uh, got a video sent to me about you uh, vaping, and you know that's against the rules. You can't be vaping. 
Um, turns out the mom, this 50-year-old mom, was arrested for creating deep fakes and, and pictures and sending them around to make sure that her daughter's rivals would, uh, would be punished because her daughter had a falling out with the other cheerleaders. Well, first of all, you got a middle-aged gal keeping up with the latest technology there, so that's admirable. Good for you, ma'am. So the vaping is not the worst of it. Some of the pictures were of the girls naked, drinking, and smoking in a bid to get them kicked off the squad. Um, wow. Faking up naked pictures of 16-year-old girls to get them kicked off the cheerleading team is pretty, pretty low. Yeah, cheerleader mom is a savage beast. I've witnessed her in the wild on on several occasions, and they can be crazy. They were the captain of the cheerleading squad. They think their daughter's the prettiest and the best, and oh, it just gets savage. Now, the girls were horrified when this this happened, and they were worried that nobody would ever believe them, and I I suppose I would, too. Um, You know, when I was a kid, as an adult, I'd say, that's not me, it's a fake. Let's figure out how to nail down that this is a fake. You know, uh, an aside, Sean handed me this story last week that scientists have developed a way to detect deep fakes by analyzing the light reflections in the eyes, and they think they can be pretty uh, um, accurate on, 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 on nailing down whether or not that's actually your head on the body with the light reflection in the eyes. I could get into that more or not, but they, they need to figure out a way to nail these down. I just, I just am concerned that then the deep fakers will realize, okay, that's the way they figure it out, and they'll get better at the light reflection in the eyes part of it. But Well, given the current situation with uh, the post-truth world and misinformation and social media and, and the rest of it, if we were to go another 50 miles down that road, with the, you couldn't trust any video or audio you mm-hmm. ever saw and heard, oh. I can't imagine what sort of screwed-up society we'd have. Well, we might be screaming toward that. Well, I hope that this whole eye reflection thing's legit. That's Because that's big. I don't think people understand how big it will be if you can have a perfect high-def video of, of Joseph R. Biden, for instance, saying, probably stumbling and, and, and losing his train of thought, but saying, I pledge fealty to my communist overlords in China. You know, we always use examples of a, of a president, and that could happen if it gets good enough. But, you know, the, the stakes would be so high with the president, you'd have the best of everybody working on it. But what about your, you know, your local congressperson or school board member or anything like that? Or, you know, cheerleader mom. There, there's not going to be that many resources to try to figure out the eye reflection on that. If you get a video out of them, uh, you know, with another woman. My opponent here cheats on his wife. If he lies to his wife, how can you be honest with you, the people here at Poughkeepsie? Um, mm-hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Well, you remember back in the day when we were, <clears throat> like, clawing our way up through the industry and we'd be up against some other show for a gig? Man, you if I find oh. out who they are, oh, I'll have deep fakes of them saying horrible things about the station and the Good company. Good example. Committing, uh, you know, carnal acts with beasts. What do you want? I'll put it in the... <laughs> Give me ten minutes to think about it. Hey, Hanson, have you posted the the mug shot of this cheer mom? Because it is something. It will end up being the topic of late night shows tonight. Sean, have you seen her? This woman right here. That's her. That's... Uh, only from the article. I haven't seen yeah, any sort of. Yeah. That's the cheer mom. She. Yeah. Uh, she. You know what she looks like? She looks like the sort of woman that would do what she did. Yes. She looks exactly like that person. She. she uh, it is up at armstrongandgetty.com. Fantastic. She's a sturdily built gal. I feel like I can nail down a lot about her personality just from this picture. You Eyeliner bought in bulk, you think? You were a cheerleader or wanted to be a cheerleader and didn't get to be. Something in that range. 
Um, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. But bulldog of a woman. Uh, stubborn. <laughs> what, what Sturdily you, built. Why do you got to go with that? Well, you got to paint pictures. It's a radio show. Help us understand. Uh, the, the makeup <laughs> slathered on. Yeah. In a not particularly attractive way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that the mug shot? I think so. That's the yeah. she got arrested shot. Yeah, many uh, all of us can get dolled up to some extent, but if you look good in your mugshot, you're a good-looking person. She's a uh, How hard is it to fake how much techno how much um wizardry did she need to have? If I wanted to fake up a video of a crosstown radio rival uh what would be a good I was going to say smoking dope that's not even illegal anymore. Well, I don't, I don't know what. Um vaping, vaping's illegal in the radio world. How hard would that be to do? There's there's oh. apps. There are? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, have them saying something vile and racist. Career would be over. Yeah, that's true. That's the way you get anybody in spoken word. An yeah. N-bomb, you're done. Yeah, yeah. So uh, speaking of right-wing provocateurs, how about this? Milo Yiannopoulos has come out as ex-gay. Now, I remember we had him on in person when we were at the convention in Cleveland, Trump's convention. Mm-hmm. And we had Milo Yiannopoulos on. That's the first time I'd ever talked to him i'd heard about him and i thought he was fantastic some of the stuff he was talking about uh uh the way we look at uh gays in politics and gays in the republican party and all that sort of stuff i thought it was really great but then he he, kind of went off the rails well he was also um he is one of the most gifted writers about liberty of our generation. Oh, that's right. He was a big uh, free speech person. Oh, he is so good on 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 free speech and and just exercise of your rights in general. Just terrific. But he's also a, a absolutely shameless provocateur, and he really enjoys making people mad. And uh, he got into big trouble. He got canceled for talking about how sometimes sex between an underaged lad and an older gay fella is actually nurturing and okay. And he got canceled for that, and then. But then, you know, there are plenty of people on the left who say stuff like that, and it it gets ignored. But now he is saying he is ex-gay, announcing that he would like to help rehabilitate what the media calls conversion therapy over the next 10 years. Is he Uh, saying he was gay and converted or was never gay and he was faking it? um, Kind of, the second one. Uh, he declared himself no longer gay and sodomy free. Well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> sodomy free while supplies last. <laughs> Do you get a medal for that? Do you get a coin? How does that work? Uh, when I used to kid that I only became gay to torment my mother, I wasn't entirely joking, he said during a press conference in Sydney, Australia. Uh, he told the news outlet he is now leading a daily consecration online to St. Joseph. Of course, I was never wholly at home in the gay lifestyle. Who is? Who could be? And only leaned heavily into it in public, because it drove drove liberals crazy to see a handsome, charismatic, intelligent gay man riotously celebrating conservative principles. That's not to say I didn't throw myself enthusiastically into degeneracy of all kinds in my private life. I suppose I felt that's all I deserved. I'd love to say it was an all an all an act, and I've been straight this whole time, but I... But even I don't have that kind of commitment to performance art. Talk about method acting. So when he says there, um, I, I was never comfortable in the gay lifestyle, who could be? Is he suggesting that being gay is weird or immoral or aberrant uh, he, or something? He, that does seem to be what he's hinting at there. Um, and gay conversion therapy is awful. That whole idea is just awful. 
you know, it sounds, well, I don't Okay, I'll let your statement stand. Uh, on the uh, how he decided to become sodomy-free, Yiannopoulos said, quote, four years ago I gave an interview to America, to an American magazine, which they declined to print. It's taken me a long time to live up to the claims I made in that interview, but I finally am doing it. Anyone who's read me closely over the past decade must surely have seen this coming. I wasn't shy about dropping hints. In my New York Times best-selling book, Dangerous, I heavily hinted that I might be coming out as straight in the future. Coming out as straight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I wish he could have, you know, been a little more serious and, and just stuck to the scholarly stuff because it really was quite good. Smart guy. Seems to have some demons of some sort. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. As for the changed movement, that's your uh, gay conversion therapy people. I guess because they're Californian, they don't see how funny their website is. Or maybe they're dirty non-doms who think God loves you more the gayer you act. But I was slightly making fun of them with that caption. So he's still, you know, thumbing his nose at everybody, more or less. Um, His husband is not pleased with this announcement, by the way, Jack. (laughs) Oh, he's married? Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy I live he's with is married been... and announced that he's no longer gay. Well, that uh, married to a dude. So that makes things difficult. Well, sometimes people come out as gay and their spouse has to deal with it. Or he's so. saying I was never gay. So I was pretending to be gay. Sorry about the whole you married and committed your life to me as really a drag. It wasn't like a Tiger King thing where he would just recruit young boys, get them addicted to meth, and then. To train tigers? Why would Milo Yiannopoulos want to train tigers? <laughs> well, no, like the Tiger King. He had a couple of husbands who said, you know, I'm actually straight. <laughs> That's right. What? <laughs> poor You're not very good at it. You're marrying dudes. Those poor toothless idiots. <laughs> That's uncharitable. <laughs> Final note, uh, he says of his uh, husband, the guy I live with has been demoted to housemate, which hasn't been easy th- uh, for either of us. It helps that I s- can still just about afford to keep him in Givenchy and a new Porsche every year. Could be worse for him, I guess. All right. Good luck, Milo. So Milo's still on the right side of finances, it sounds like. Yeah, I don't know what his money's from, but uh, I don't I don't particularly care either. Got a lot of it, though, apparently. Um, What direction do we want to go next? Have you ungayed mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com? That's pretty I don't good. expect to get a lot of emails. That's pretty good. Oh, I get a lot of stuff. I don't know. What um, are you in the mood for? I read this opinion piece over the weekend I thought was really good. As cities rebuild, remember that people don't just fear crime. They fear disorder. And uh, it might be worth having a conversation about because I think that, that is kind of where we are in a lot of places around the country. And it's going to have an, uh, an influence on the way we vote. But that and a whole bunch of other things on the way. not going to win the battle for the 21st century if you are a silly people and americans are a silly people that's the classic phrase from lawrence of arabia when lawrence tells his bedouin allies that as long as they stay a bunch of squabbling tribes they will remain a silly people well we're the silly people now do you know who doesn't care that there's a stereotype of a chinese man in a dr seuss book china all 1.4 billion of them could give a crouching tiger flying f- 
<laughs> because they're not a silly people. If anything, they are as serious as a prison fight. Look, we all know China does bad stuff. They break promises about Hong Kong autonomy. They put Uyghurs in camps and punish dissent. And we don't want to be that. But it's got to be something between authoritarian government that tells everyone what to do and a representative government that can't do anything at all. I thought that was some really good stuff on Friday night. I love this, waking up to the fact that China is a for real threat. They're, I love the phrase, serious as a prison fight. I'll use that the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good stuff right there. Well, societies, man, they, they veer between necessity and nicety. It's uh, one of the great principles that are going to be in my quickie talk show host book coming out next month. Um, when when you're full of necessity, you're like fighting off an external threat. There's no time for, you know, perfecting that last one percent of society and making sure nobody says anything mean about anybody or looking for perfect equity, equal outcomes. It's, you, you have no time to think about that. Then you have societies that are so obsessed with themselves. That's what they spend all of their time thinking about. And they don't think about the necessities. Like a gigantic evil uh, dictatorial regime who has stated openly, uh, we'd like to kill you and take your stuff. Right. Um, I'm checking the news to see the stacks of bodies, I assume, that they're sending to the morgue because of uh, the change in the clocks. I think I'm told every single year that half the people have a heart attack and die because they can't adjust to the hour change in the It's the most dangerous day of the year, Jack. What a load of crap. Heart attacks are increased by 2% and car wrecks by 1.4%. What What a load of crap. I don't know. It was groggy today. Very groggy. Makes no sense. Very groggy. I could have wrecked my car. I was lucky to get to work alive. Well, then they would recommend that you don't go on a fishing trip where you get up earlier than normal or have a business meeting where you have to get up earlier than normal and catch a plane for that where people having heart attacks and dying on that (laughs) Thursday when they had to fly to San Diego for a business meeting so they got up an hour earlier. Sometimes. (laughs) That's just dumb. But I was really unhappy to see this. I thought things were going the right direction on the time change that Marco Rubio and others had taken up the, uh, the topic. Saying mm-hmm. this is stupid, let's end it. Nearly two thirds, um, uh, well, I'll just read what it says here in the USA Today. Eliminating the clock changes for daylight saving times has strong support among U.S. adults, but it's not as strong as I wanted it to be. There's still a big chunk of America that wants to keep it. Why? What? What do you like about it? But anyway, good news that 38% of people strongly support and 26% of people somewhat support. Ending changing the clocks every year. Let's just leave them in one. Let's pick a spot and leave them there. It's progress. Oh, that reminds me. I have a definitive explanation of how we got daylight saving time. Do you? In standard time. The farms. I, would, I wouldn't mind to hear that. It's a school Because of the farms and the Kaiser and the school buses. The electricity. No, something to do with it's World War One. Saving electricity to defeat the Kaisers. You can't get the crops in. Farmers. Exactly. <laughs> While the kids are the waiting Kaisers for the school bus. Farmers. Kids can't get to school. <laughs> we can defeat the Germans. <laughs> Maybe. plot, And also, uh, the difference between fear of crime and fear of disorder. I thought this was really interesting. Remember the whole broken windows theory? I'll tell you more about that. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Local news bothers 100-year-old women on their birthdays. Do you have any advice? Advice? Mm Mm-hmm. Don't take any bologna. You're 100 today. I don't eat vegetables. You don't eat vegetables? (laughs) I don't eat much candy. Well, I used to eat a lot of candy. No more now. Eating correctly and behaving yourself. And And a little bit of bourbon on the side, right? Oh, yes. Just be yourself. That's all. I've always been. Just me. They want to laugh at you, laugh back at them. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in this next century of life? Breathing. You say you're a little tired this morning, is that right? I am tired. Are you excited for your party? Not one bit. Wow. I like the premise. Local news bothers 100-year-olds on their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, jeez. 
That's not. That's just terrible. You know, I thought it was just me. I never enjoy those very much. I feel like they're harassing a really old person for their purposes. I don't. Maybe I think too much, but I hope I'm still with it enough. If I'm on a hundred to say, never watch local news. <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna get that tattooed on my arm just so I remember. <laughs> if I make it that long, I know I want to say something. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> Um, hey, I hadn't heard this. I was just looking through the Twitter account, and Tim Sandifer retweeted something from Reason Magazine. So California, even California, rejected the stupid law that we were going to have where you couldn't have Uber drivers and, you know, uh, paper delivery people and all that sort of stuff, the gig economy. Well, mm-hmm. now it looks like our federal government's looking at doing exactly the same thing. Passing a federal version of California's infamous AB5? Yep. Congress is trying to make it a federal law called the PRO Act that would demolish the gig economy for the benefit of labor unions and would undermine right-to-work laws. Yeah. Yeah, great. that doesn't happen? Please welcome totalitarianism. So have you heard of the broken windows policy or theory? Explain that, Joe. Well, I remember Judy uh, Judy Rulliani was the great. I coming off like Nancy Pelosi. We have some good clip of her uh, clips of her being confused and garbled. But uh, Rudy Giuliani was a big proponent of that in New York City. That if you if you prevent the small crimes, the disorderly crimes, the crimes that just make places crappy, um, people will rally to the cause, and you'll have a, a better chance to corral the big crimes as well. Well, and the opposite being that if you look around a place and you see broken windows and graffiti, you get the idea that, well, I can urinate on the street here or yeah, or steal mm-hmm. a bike. It's that kind of place. Um, and uh, so I was reading an article over the weekend. I thought it was really interesting. Now, this particular writer said, now, the broken windows policy had the uh, awful outcome of it led to Stop and frisk and other terrible policies. But uh, that aside, this particular writer went back to the original broken windows study that was done that led to these policies in various places around the country. And the original study has been, uh, a lot of the point of the original study has been lost over time. And they wanted to point out that what they found was not tied to crime so much as what, what people hate is disorder. People do not like disorder, and it makes perfectly good sense from a um, from an anthropological standpoint. You know, we want to be able to survive and raise our kids and, and procreate and blah, 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 and disorder is not good for that. And people don't pay that much time to the cri- attention to the crime statistics. They're using the example of a, a, there's more of a feeling in New York right now that crime is way too high, even though crime is it's, it's upticked, but it's still way below levels. When people would say they that crime was was good in check, it's because of the level of disorder. It's huh. the it's the smashing windows and the you know the riots in the streets and all that sort of stuff. People are more bothered by disorder than they are particular crime. Usually, oftentimes they go hand in hand, so we've had a tendency to kind of blur them together, but they don't always. Interesting. So if there's disorder around. They either feel like there's more crime or feel it more acutely or are more afraid of it. We just assume there's more crime. I don't know. Or are more afraid of it. Yeah. But what we, what we're really afraid of is disorder. We want order. Order usually goes with lower crime. But uh, well, again, like I said, there are a number of examples across the country where the perception is that crime is much higher than it is based on, uh, historical numbers. And it's because of 
there were a bunch of people downtown during the summer smashing up your buildings. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking about certain West Coast cities like San Francisco where there has been an explosion yeah. of property yeah. crime. But the fact that there's human poo and smashed glass and every car has been broken into and the rest of it, if I'm a bad guy and I come into that neighborhood, I assume anything goes. Sure. And if I'm living in that neighborhood, I'm prepared for anything going. Just I look around and think, all right, this is a hellscape. I better stay uh, you know, light on my feet. That's an interesting point. So even though a majority of Americans now would like to get rid of the time change thing, let's pick a time and leave it. It continues. It's uh, a little bit of what Bill Maher was talking about earlier. We just can't function for all kinds of stupid reasons. You just can't do anything. Right. And he said there's got to be something between China, you know, completely totalitarian government and a government like ours where you can't do anything. But anyway, where did the time change come from? We've talked about this every six months for 20 years. (laughs) The answer is much more interesting than simply answering the question. Okay. Okay. It's a glimpse back into yesteryear. So Ben Franklin often credited as the first to suggest it in the 18th century after he realized he was wasting his mornings in Paris by staying in bed. I don't know why he didn't just get his arse out of bed, but he proposed the French fire cannons at sunrise to wake people up and reduce candle consumption at night. You know what I like about Ben Franklin? He was a, uh, he was a, what do they say in the brainstorming sessions? No ideas bad. He just, he just threw out ideas. Definitely an out-of-the-box guy. Yeah. 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 Fire a cannon at sunrise to get everybody up. <laughs> so, I, I included that just because it's silly. But over the next 100 years, the Industrial Revolution laid the groundwork for that idea to enter government policy. Did you know, for much of the 1800s, time was set according to the sun. And people ran the clocks in every town and city. I did every not know that. Every city would have its own official clock guy. But it was established by the sun, so it could be noon in New York. It was 12.05 in Philadelphia and 12.15 in Boston at the same time. Huh. That actually seems like it would work pretty well when you didn't have intercity, interstate, international doings going on. You weren't going to have any interaction with anywhere that was at a different time zone, so what the hell difference does it make? Exactly. So this caused problems for railway companies who were trying to deliver passengers and freight on time, as nobody could agree what time it was. Right. That's when it would start to fall apart. In the 1840s, British railroads adopted standard times to reduce the confusion, and America followed uh, soon afterward. Uh, There was a threat of federal intervention in all of this, so the railroads decided they were going to police themselves, said the curator at the National Museum of American History. Uh, Scientists were also urging a standardized system for marking time. Uh, This is uh, from the New York Times, which had quite an interesting article about this over the weekend. In North America, a coalition of businessmen and scientists decided on time zones. And in 1883, U.S. and Canadian railroads adopted four of them to streamline service. Here's where it gets really interesting. The shift was not universally well-received. Evangelical Christians were among the strongest opponents, arguing, quote, time came from God and railroads, railroads were not to mess with it. The introduction of time zones prompted fears of a kind of 19th century Y2K. Jewelers were busy yesterday answering questions from the curious, many of whom seemed to think that the change in time would generally create a sensation, a stoppage of business, and some sort of disaster, the nature of which could not be exactly ascertained. (laughs) The New York Times reported in November as if they were looking at Twitter and saying, man, there's some wild rumors going around. Right. 
Once the time zone business was settled, it wasn't long until Franklin's idea for daylight savings was uh, refashioned for the industrial world. Uh, you had English uh, builders wanting to shift the clock to reap economic benefits. Uh, let's see, the Parliament accepted it under pressures of World War One. It was to save energy. Um, although studies subsequently say it's not really clear that that works at all. Doesn't make sense to me. Right. Uh, let's see. Over In the United States, the federal government took oversight of time zones in 1918. And in March of that year, the country lost its first hour of sleep. Um, da, 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 so we've been doing this ridiculousness since 1918? Yeah. Yep, exactly. Well, it's time to end it. Yeah, I think so. Now, here's the question. Does the rest of the world do it? I know we've got a couple of states that don't do it. I always, my parents live in Arizona, and I always have to uh, have to check and see. Oh, is this the six months where they're the same time as me, or an hour different? And they seem to be fine. I mean, everybody just seems to be fine in Arizona without changing the clocks. The European Union and several U.S. states are either considering dropping it or taking steps to do so. China, India, and Russia do not use daylight saving time. Notice why you're most of Arizona, as Jack mentioned. Uh, several U.S. territories do not do it. Because it's stupid. Uh, <clears throat> in 2020, the American Academy of Sleep Medicine called for the abolition of daylight saving time. Here's the question, though. Do you want to, when do we set it? Do we set it for daylight saving time? So we have, uh, the sun goes down at 845 at night in the summer. Which, which one keeps me from, uh, from it being dark at 430 in the winter? Daylight saving time. Okay, I think that's what I want then. Yeah, I think everybody would prefer to have their evenings lit up than their mornings. Yeah, absolutely. But what about the school kids waiting for their bus? Have them carry a flashlight. <laughs> kids don't go to school anymore. Don't we all know that? Well, yeah, that's a good point. So, all right, daylight saving time year-round. You got my vote. Hmm. I uh, Whatever this one was yesterday, I found more troubling than the other one. What now? This one was more difficult for me to deal with than when it goes the other direction. Oh, yeah, when you fall back, that's great. Although, if you have kids, it's all moot. I mean, they're going to get up when they're getting up. Right, but going to bed last night, it was tough for me to get into bed that early, knowing that my clock you know, was going to go off, blah, blah, blah. I can't figure this out. For whatever reason, I can't wrap my head around the time change. <laughs> I never it's, have been able to. It's fairly simple. I struggled with it yesterday. Because I had, I made the mistake of changing the clocks first thing in the day, and then I later in the day I couldn't remember. So does my body think it's an hour later now or an hour earlier now? I couldn't possibly figure that out until I found one watch that I hadn't changed yet. Okay, it's an hour earlier. I can't wrap my head around it. I have no idea why. That's interesting. I know. I know. It's weird. I got a kink with that. So I'm an advanced ex- math guy, but I can't do the time change thing. There's an old expression. You know less about that than a dog knows about Sunday. <laughs> the idea being beasts can't wrap their head around the day of the week. Speaking of time, I don't know what time it was where you live, but where I live, at 7.15 on a Sunday night, you could watch a couple of women in their underwear singing explicit li- lyrics about their vaginas. While simulating intercourse. At 7.15 on a Sunday night. Including it, several positions I'm not athletic enough to try. It was easy, easily the most pornographic thing that's ever been on network TV in prime time. Easily. Anybody see it? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Anyway, I'm talking about the Grammys and uh, some of the awards that went down last night. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Wake up. Thank you. Armstrong and Getty. 
Collaborators who are on the stage. I want to thank um, Serban Genya. I want to thank um, Justin Vernon. I'm so excited to meet you someday. Um, Joe, who is the first person that I play every single song that I write, and and um, I had the best time writing songs with you in quarantine. Okay, that's I want probably to- well, thanks, enough of that. Taylor. She's talking about me, Joe Getty. That's thanks, uh, Taylor. Taylor. What a sweetie. Taylor Swift won album. I just of wish the- she'd keep quit coming on to me. She won Album of the Year um, yesterday for the third time, which puts her in the category with only Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, and Paul Simon as the only other artists who have won Best Album three times. I don't know if that means anything. It's not like they have the same judges through all these years and the standards by which we they're, the reason they're doing this may have changed over the years. I don't know. It doesn't make any difference. She got way better legs than Paul Simon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so that's that. And uh, Beyonce won uh, her gazillionth award, and her kid won an award, and uh, any any song that had to do with um, George Floyd dying, or I Can't Breathe, or Black Lives Matter won a Grammy. Um, maybe they were legitimately good songs. They might they may act- actually have been, or the Grammys people are want to be on the right side of politics. That's often the case with uh, awards, as we all know. Well, I've hated the Grammy Awards since I was a child and still hate them today. It's a silly exercise, although it does yield a list of uh, albums and artists you might want to check out. Yeah, I'm going to today. I will be but checking it's out been today ridiculous. A, whole bun- a whole bunch of different stuff I didn't know about from various categories that I'm looking forward to. The WAP performance, which I'm not going to say what that stands for, why Cardi B and Megan The Stallion was as pornographic as anything I've ever seen. And I don't even mean the dancing, because that's been around for a long time, but the lyrics, I can't believe they allowed those lyrics on CBS at 7 o'clock at night on a Sunday. It's, it's just a different thing now. It's just a different thing. So I guess we've decided that there doesn't need to be any family programming anywhere, including on the nation's airwaves, which are the networks. Um, maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. I, do, I, I don't think it is, but... Yeah, did uh, I couldn't understand the words he says, sounding like an old guy. Um, <laughs> Where's the melody? Um, what did, did they? I know they censored it somewhat. Yeah, but the 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 um, I wouldn't have wanted to explain the metaphors. I mean, what the hell are they singing about? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it starts right away. WAP stands for wet a p. <laughs> did they say that? No. 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 Okay, so that's the name of the song, but they couldn't right. say it. Right. Okay. Uh, no F-bombs either, I'm guessing. No. No, it How was about... a cleaned-up version of the song, whatever that means. But, yeah, it, it was yeah. closer to the radio edit than the album cut. Well, and right in the uh, controversial uh, third verse, actually, it's not set up like a standard song with verses, but there's an N-bomb right there in the the first line. Didn't have that either, I don't think. Okay. Uh, But anyway, you either think that's a good idea and it's something with freedom or progress or something, or you think it'd be nice if you could watch the Grammys with your kids and it's just pop music, which I'd like to be able to do, but apparently I can't. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Did they use the P word at all? No. What's the P word? Not at all. 
Uh, oh, rhyme? from from WAP? Yeah. No, well, yeah. no, no, not like at you're all. referring to your cat, a pussy no. cat. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, which sw- words did they include? How about I? Because no, that word's in here. It they... wasn't any of the bad words. It was the oh. metaphor. Drive your mat truck into my juicy. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> all night long. Oh boy. What the hell is that? Right in this little garage. Yeah. Uh, I just I just don't need that. Watching with my children. Um, two minutes. We got time for the switching gears. Nancy Pelosi on one of your shows yesterday, I think ABC this week with George Stephanopoulos, sounding very, very old. Ah. But when you questioned the speaker this morning, she wouldn't say that. Oh, no, that's not it. That's the Christmas. goal is to promote good pay- growth, creating good paying jobs as we protect our planet and are fiscally sound. But it is going to take new taxes, right? You say fiscally sound. Well, we'll see. There's some some fees that spring from certain uh, 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 harbor ta- maintenance tax credit, this, that. We'll see. It, I think that some of it uh, uh, needs to be... We'll, we'll look at everything. Chris Christie's response to that, which we started to hear that, this is what Chris Christie had to say. But when you questioned the speaker this morning, she wouldn't say the T word. You're saying, what? well, Republicans, you know, will they pay for it? You didn't say we'd have to find revenues. You're right. Well, she wouldn't say George, taxes. You, George, you asked her three times. I would, Will and I were sitting there listening about taxes. Well, we'll see. We'll have to see what happens. There could be fees or some other budget reconciliation. Like, she knows what the word is. The word is taxes. <laughs> and Nancy Pelosi wouldn't say it. So I think we got to be fair about this. If it's going to be paid for, both parties have to do it. And it's going to be her responsibility because she's the speaker. Yeah, he went at it three times to get her to admit that they're going to have to raise taxes and she went with fees and uh, reconciliation and there are other revenue streams and okay. And she finally kind of spit out of her dentures the word taxes one time. <laughs> Got a text from my 21-year-old. Am I still y'all's dependent? We said no, not anymore. She said, oh, I'm trying to figure out if I qualify for the stimmy check. <laughs> <laughs> Because that would cover my furniture for her apartment. Oh, boy. Anybody get to check in their uh, account over the weekend? Did you, Sean? Uh, not yet. No. Not yet? Because it's supposed to be showing up in people's accounts as no over the weekend. stimmy check. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with Flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.